0: What's going on guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. In today's episode, I sit down with my good friend, Brandon Pierpont, a marketing guru. This is his second time on our podcast, here to share some knowledge and wisdom. He's had a really cool year so far and uh, did some pretty cool things. So I wanted to bring him back here to give you guys some marketing advice, tools, and tips using your own business. And that starts right now. Contractors all over the world are wanting more, more time, more freedom, more impact. The way we do this is through implementing systems, processes, standards. Welcome to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Here we hit business strategy, coaching, mindset, motivation, the tools you need for success. So strap in, listen up, and get ready to grow on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. All right! All right! All right!
1: Turn the music off here.
0: Just vibing, Boosted it up. you are ready to get value. You just got a little pregame.
1: You got to get, get pumped up, man.
0: Uh, you got to get pumped up. Brandon Pierpont, Painter Marketing Pros, Round Two. Ding, ding, ding. ding, um, ding, ding. Met met you at PCA last year. That yep. was nice. Good, good to get to know you on a personal nice. level. We actually get me had. hat. I got you i mean first of all well branded today. i had
1: to i had to chase you for this hat you said you're going to give me a hat and i had to chase you but i think you get did it.
0: the hats were yeah. flying
1: yeah you got it
0: you got a vintage volume one shop jobs uh very good to have you back uh first i want to just introduce brandon uh aside from the fact he's a very good friend um you did a really nice shout out for me i will never forget that in your pca uh, talk, which was really uh, heartfelt and unexpected and I, I won't forget it in our early stage.
1: only do it if I believe in it, that was I, only cool. do it if I don't
0: So thank you. Um, and then the second part about that is uh, brandon somebody that takes a lot of pride uh, in in the marketing aspect of your business. So the goal of today's podcast obviously is number one to provide some value. Uh, number two is hope you get to know uh brandon because i only bring on people onto this podcast that i like know and trust and hopes that you hire them Uh, really i mean obviously this is you know value but he's somebody that offers a good service and uh and that's what we're here to do so dude welcome back i appreciate Uh, it man let me just segue into the fact that you went mia for a few months we were wondering what happened uh you were gone tell us what happened man tell us tell us the last give us a little quick recap of where you've been and what you learned
1: what happened is, I guess, short story, uh, I'm an idiot. Um, long story is is a little bit better, a little bit less of an idiot, I guess. Uh, I have been able to find success uh, with painter marketing pros and, and prior entrepreneurial endeavors. Um, I've always been passionate about the opportunity that this country provides. And I, I became especially um, adamant about it when I found the success that I found. So I decided to enlist Uh, in the florida army national guard it's something that i can do while still running a business but there was a six month uh initial training requirement at fort benning which i did not enjoy but i'm back and i appreciate it even more than i did before
0: give me one thing that you learned from that experience going through the storm coming out what's the one takeaway uh that you didn't have the perspective you didn't have before you went in. And now that you do have coming out.
1: Yeah. So there were, there were a ton. The, um, the one thing I would say I had before, but not anywhere to, near to the level I currently have is gratitude. So they, uh, you know, there were probably a, quite a few listeners who are, who are in the military, been in the military. Um, they really take everything from you. And for me, they did it for, you know, almost half of a year. And, uh, I had to leave my family. I have two kids. Um, you know, I miss both of their birthdays, one turned six, one turned two. Uh, you know, I, I was sitting there watching watching my business while I wasn't able to to continue to grow it. You know, the team was running it and doing doing a good job, but I couldn't be there really actively participating. That was it's pretty painful for me. Um, so I would say the emotion. I, I mean, I don't want to be dramatic, but it was actually emotionally pretty traumatizing, missing the stuff with my kids and and everything else in life and and how little freedom I had. So now yeah. just being able to walk, I mean, go walk outside, dude. Like being able to go for a walk, I was just like, wow. Yeah. It's so gratitude uh, is,
0: is on uh, very high. Yeah. right Wow. Cool, man. Well, that's good. I, I'm a very big fan of gratitude and how it translates to business and so many awesome you know, luxuries we have here. So that's cool, man. Thanks for sharing. So yeah. uh, let's get into it, man. I want to talk uh, the new spark that it looks like you have. Um, you know, I really want to dive in. We're going to do a little Q&A here as well. You know, hope you're okay, okay. with that. I just yeah. threw you in here. We just do what we got to do. Dude, I mean, yeah, I, did,
1: I didn't know how it was going to go, but
0: i We're moving quick. Um, Let's hit it. i want to know I want to know what trends you're seeing as as a marketing expert uh, yeah. in, in today's economy. You know, we got a big 2023. People are really yeah. slow right now, more yeah. than I've heard in the recent years. I've had a lot of people reach out to me. Tanner, I'm, I'm running out of work for my team. Yeah. Tanner, uh, what are you doing to keep your guys busy? So I'm going to let you answer that question. We're going into yeah. 2023, some things that you're seeing, some strategies on the Google side. And, you know, we know about web presence, but how do we actually take pen to paper or, you know, make that make those transactions happen?
1: Yeah. So at this point, I think it's about being more targeted right so this generic like hey do you want a painting service i'm a painting company the more competitive things get when leads start to dry up or people start to get a little bit tighter with their money they're ultimately going to become more selective about who they hire which means you need to be a little bit more targeted in what you're offering so it's not just hey we're we're a painting company right like we're the premier kitchen cabinet painting company in x y or z area right are we specialized in interior painting projects look at all these projects look at all these happy reviews related to interior painting projects even if you do interior and exterior and let's say even cabinets and, and you have a pretty even spread, you would create different ad campaigns targeting those different services. So you're really selling that. What you do not want is a generic, hey, we're another painting company. Because right now people's dollars, they're going to hold them a little bit tighter, right? And then when you, when you actually have people come in, here's where I think drip jobs is so critical. Your sales system needs to be dialed in. So it's always critical. Stand apart from the competition. Lead with value. Give people a reason to hire you and pay you more money than their alternative options. But that becomes even more crucial when people are are wanting to hold on to those dollars. They will pay you. They will still pay you. If you think they're not going to pay you or they're not going to hire you, then you need to change your mindset because the work is there and they will pay you. But you need to give them a reason to pay you.
0: Interesting. When it comes to the sales process, I believe that now more than ever, we have to capitalize on opportunity. We're yeah. going to have to start getting creative. We can't just rely on the leads always popping in left and right. We really got to capitalize on those leads, which I'm sure one of your biggest frustrations as is every marketing company is the lack of the process behind capital. What capitalizing. are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Right? I mean, in other words, it's almost like, you know, they're, the if, if the lifespan of a lead is maybe the first day, right? Like if they get the lead, and the lead doesn't convert to a sale, then that's the last time they contact that lead and it's just a bad lead, right? You get well, that And they
1: called them and they didn't answer, dude. Yeah, and they then they like me. send them a text like six hours later. I don't know what right. else you want from them. Right in any in
0: any turbulent economy, the hustlers win. And you know, yeah. you should have been hustling as if this were to happen in, in some way or shape or form. We don't know what's gonna happen. I'm just saying that you know, the muscle that you build by really squeezing out that lead is a good muscle to build in a fluctuating economy, right? So, you know, when it comes from your perspective, you know, on your side, it's, hey, I'm gonna create a web presence for you. I'm gonna create branding for you. I'm gonna help you get people to trust you online, right? We talked about that in the last time we we, we conversated, it was like your job is to build trust with people online. But then once you do all that, what efforts do you make as a marketing company to ensure that they're actually capitalizing on that interest?
1: yeah and that's where the sales system comes into play and you mentioned hustling right you have to hustle obviously sales skills having some sales ability when you show up is good but a lot of it you need to be automating you know the hustler is kind of this this stereotypical he's going to go door knock he's going to do whatever you know selling shoes out of the back of his car right like uh, how nike started he's going to do whatever he needs to do um to win am i so good okay but the you know, now we have so much automation available to us. It's like you're hiring, you know, a salesperson, right. To just to kind of hold the customer's hand along the whole journey, use what you have available. We didn't used to have this, right. Drip, drip jobs didn't exist, right. So softwares like this didn't exist in the past five years. There's been an absolute explosion. They've come into home services in a way that they weren't there before. So yeah. learn them, adopt them. There is a learning curve, unfortunately right? Especially if you don't have a background in in using kind of more advanced softwares or even computers in general, there is a learning curve, but it's worth it, right? You have to invest in employees. Sometimes you invest in creating SOPs, uh, invest into setting up your system so that they can do the lifting for you, especially as you scale.
0: I love it in a sense that, uh, you know, of course, this isn't just the plug drip jobs or really any like, you know, it's not what I'm I'm about, but there's value there. It's either you you hire someone to do it, you have a software to do it. Or as you
1: do it, right? What's that? Yeah. I thought you were, I thought I thought the whole thing was I was just gonna keep talking about drip jobs, you're gonna send me a check. <laughs> but keep that keep that between us, man. Oh yeah, okay. Dang. All right. Um, cool.
0: but you know, ultimately though, I really want to zero in on just the principles behind it, right? So in in other words, when you bring on a client, you know, capitalizing on the leads is important, right? But you're talking about how you gotta zero in, target what you do and who you do it for. That's hard. I mean, ultimately, that's yeah. your job, right? You have to find yeah. who their ideal customer profile. It's is, not my it's not my job. It, it's or, our job. So we're not going to
1: come in and tell them it's we work with them.
0: Sure. It's every it's yeah. it's it's a cumulative effort, right? And that's yeah. the last thing you want is them to say, Hey, you were you were supposed to do this for me. It is a team effort when you yeah. hire a marketing company. What um what are you doing to kind of combat the noise on Google, combat the noise on any of these other channels, you know, to get your clients seen and heard uh, when their customers are looking for their services.
1: Yeah. So Google pay-per-click has been pretty interesting this year, right? Like it's, it's always, it's always a bit of a, a dicey scenario. If you don't know what you're doing, pay-per-click right. is a great way to just throw money into a black hole. And then you walk away and say, oh, Google, it is, ads, they, they don't it, work. It
0: is crazy. It it's crazy, man. How much,
1: yeah. if you don't know what you're doing, and you're like, oh, I'll just try to run Google as myself. You are just throwing that money. Most likely you're throwing it away unless you're just a lot smarter than I was when I started. Right. right. Um, But I would say over the course of this year, those costs per click have really gone up and they've gone up and there's varying theories about why it hasn't happened in every market, but we've seen it in quite a few markets. Uh, I think Angie and Thumbtack and those kinds of companies are bidding them up. You know, I think the economy in general has just made people more interested and focused on home services. And obviously Q4, they're always going to go up, right? Because everything with Black Friday and all the holiday deals, it just marketing in general goes up, paid ads go up with Facebook, Google, and you have to account for that and unfortunately it's kind of a double whammy for painting contractors because they they wait and, and you know oh they're so busy during the summer they can't really plan their marketing they can't invest Ooh. in the future then they get to Q4 yeah. and they're like oh crap i'm out of leads oh my gosh so wow. go. and then they're and then guess what it's also the hardest most most competitive most expensive time to advertise you're just kind of getting pounded and that's why i'm such a big believer in the long-term approach like right now we work we generally work with clients that are focused long-term right we we work with ambitious aggressive, growth-oriented painting company owners, but that are in it for the long term. So right now, we're actually we're dealing with with current issues, right? We have a lot of painting companies up north, but also, hey, let's talk about next fall, fall of 2023. Let's talk about next winter. So that when we get there and everyone else is scrambling and playing this you know, thing where they chase their tails around a circle, you're not going to be doing that anymore.
0: Dig your well before you're thirsty, right? That's yeah. a good uh, principle to, to live by in the marketing sense, also the hiring sense. But yeah, also, yeah. there was an analogy I heard about how you know let's let's say that your marketing channel is a is a baseball stadium, and ultimately there's only so many advertising spots in that stadium that ultimately what's gonna happen is is that you're you're advertising in a, in a time period where again there's only so much room to go around, and that was the feeds only was,
1: so big, man. Right. It then strong, then, strong, then it becomes,
0: then it becomes the bidding system, right? And the bidding yep. system and there's an there's another marketing principle that says he who pays the most for the client usually wins the client, right? If you're yeah, that can pay the most wins, right? So so now we're in a position where you know your your marketing channels are starting to get oversaturated, you're having to pay way more and a way uh, very uncomfortable for most people who haven't aren't used to this. And we're talking about the companies that are doing less than a million, you know, these companies yeah. that have been kind of surviving off a of word of mouth. Maybe they've been in business for four or five years and haven't really had maybe some organic reach, but haven't really had to really put out a solid marketing effort. And they think an
1: average close rate is 80%. They don't realize that it's just because it's referrals. and friends. Yeah, that's and not go good. You paid ads and they're all of a sudden it drops to 30 or 40. They're like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. You have to can be you,
0: Can that. you walk me through like what a plan would be like? Like, let's say this were my company and you know, I'm doing around a million dollars in revenue a year. Yeah. Um, we've kind of tapered out and I'm a little worried about the future in terms of lead gen, you know, and obviously the, the hierarchy is if you want more jobs, you need to do more estimates. If you want more estimates, you need more leads. If you want more leads, you got to spend more money. If you want to optimize your spend, you hire a marketer. (laughs) Okay. So what would be like that, that give me that start to finish assessment, maybe take me through that. Because I think a lot of people have a question of what that would be like.
1: Yeah. No, I like that you're getting to the grassroots of this. Um, so first off, who's your customer, right? And and I, I harp on it so much. You harp on it so much because it's overlooked. People don't respect it. They don't appreciate it how you need to. Yeah. What, whoever your customer is, if you know, it's it's a certain demographic. It's, it's a certain, you know, they their home is worth over this amount of value or they make over this amount of money. You can find all these stats online. Right? It's not hard to find this kind of stuff. And then and if you've been operating for a while, well, where do you like to work? where are your best customers, right? Target those zip codes. Um, and then is it interior, exterior? What are your profit margins? Obviously, if you're up north, you're not doing exterior. Uh, is it cabinet painting? Can you lean more into these higher margin jobs um, during winter, et cetera? But once you figure out who you're targeting, actually, let me back up for a second and, and touch on the funnel thing. Right, so you just mentioned. So there, there are a couple of stages to this. Number one is actually the leads coming in. That's that's your top of funnel, right? And there are there are opportunities where you can win and where you can lose at every single stage. So top of funnel is your leads coming in and and you want to have that be as big as possible, right? Without wasting your time with terrible leads. Step number two is essentially pre-qualifying, setting the estimate, right? So you have to pre-qualify, set the estimate, make sure that it makes sense. Step number three is closing. Anywhere along this journey, if there's anything going wrong, you're not getting projects. You have to have the leads, you have to qualify and set the estimates. And then ultimately you need to have a good enough, strong enough sales process, build that value where you close it. And then I would potentially argue a fourth you actually have to get profit out of it right so obviously that's tied into the estimate but you you have to be able to sell them on the value not win on cost not win because you're the lowest price uh, option once you figure all that out once you understand the funnel and who you're targeting then it's about all right where are you going to advertise right so some some painting companies believe it or not um find success on yelp and angie i i always am kind of shocked but i do get that let's say one out of ten times um but Facebook and Google ads, right? There's, there's this war of, okay, should you do Facebook or Google ads? Obviously, Facebook is cheaper. You're going to get, they charge per impression. They don't charge per click, right? Google is pay per click. So the only time you're paying is when someone clicks. Uh, Facebook's charging for impression, but Facebook's what's called interruption advertising. They're on, they're looking at their cats, they're talking to their friends, and then boom, you pop up. So you better have something pretty compelling. It's the reason that a lot of times they offer discounts or limited promotions, something to prompt them to the change their mindset from they're going this way now now you want them to go this way right there are different ways you can do it you can do a lead form i would highly discourage you from just making it auto populated you have to add some more questions you have to manually make them type it in because otherwise you're making it way too easy interesting to a glass of wine pause. pause yeah I'm just gonna keep going so you gotta pause. you gotta stop me when I coming you through
0: coming through yeah I'm just uh, gonna keep going you got marketers out there that say that's yeah. friction that's friction Brandon What's friction? Having people answer more questions on that initial leaf. It is
1: for it's friction and it's friction for a purpose. It's a hundred percent friction. So you you I'm a fan and-
0: of you and I'm on your team. I'm just letting you no, know I know it's I know not you. there. They want to give the first quite- letter of the first name and then the, the phone number. First
1: yeah, first letter <laughs> of the first name. So the the, the t- hey, again, Jay, it goes back to the <laughs> funnel, right? So step one and two. So volume of the funnel, the harder the more hoops you make someone jump through the lower volume you're going to get at the top of your funnel. Every single thing you make somebody do, you're going to lose people along the way. So if you have a lead form, a lead form means that they stay on the Facebook platform. They don't have to go anywhere. And you say, you ask a, a couple additional questions that they have to fill out. You ask them what, what kind of paint, interior, exterior, cabinet, um, you know, what are they looking for? Epoxy flooring, whatever it is, right? You ask them for a brief description. Every single time you add another, whether it be a radio button, a short, short form answer, whatever it is, you're going to lose more people. If you take a conversion ad and you actually take them off the Facebook platform to a landing page, you have an opportunity to build much more value in the landing page, but you're also going to lose a significant more number of people, and you're going to pay more per lead because now you're actually making them leave what they're on and for for a company that's they probably a, don't that's know. That's a big that's a big interruption. It's a big interruption. You're making them go to literally a different website. <laughs> like right? yanking like, them out of their house and like you're yanking them out. <laughs> but everything that you're doing, you're increasing the right. quality. Because now they've put in some work to right. you. They put in a little work. They're not just, oh, click a button. That's why the Angie leads are so crap. It's one of the reasons. There are several reasons. Well, I should be a little careful, right? They're in the PCA's vendor. That's why sometimes people say certain things about them because it's it's real easy. You just submit the button. Half the time, they don't even respond, right? Is The easier you make it, the crappier leads you get. So that's, is that, does that answer that question? I want to
0: know what your thoughts are on volume promise, in the marketing space right x amount of leads you know is there a place for marketing
1: companies to promise quality yeah i'll i will tell you the challenge from a marketing company owner on that so what the painting company owners want is hey you're going to guarantee me x amount of revenue right or the smarter painting company owners what they want is you're going to guarantee me x amount of profit right because profit revenue is vanity profit is sanity Revenue doesn't mean anything if you're not making any money. So the that's what they want. The reason why marketing companies don't typically offer that is because we don't control all of that. We're not the ones going to the house. We're not, if you, even if you're using the system, right? So say you're using drip jobs. Say you have a team member and they're helping them set it up, making sure that the, that the drips actually add value. It's not just, just janky or it doesn't apply to their company. And so you know that that sales system is pretty tight. It's going through, they're, they're building the value, but then the guy who shows up is an idiot. Or he's rude, or he's you know, he's he's not doing a good sales presentation, then essentially that's gonna come back to the marketing company. They're gonna to be told, hey, your leads suck, none of them close. But the reality is, no, you actually suck at, at selling. You're doing a terrible job. So one of the things we do is we actually listen to every single call that comes through, right? We get we get uh confirmation from our painting company partners that we can listen to the call. We listen to them, we vet whether or not it's a real lead. Sometimes people are calling because they want to be a painter, they want to work for your company, right? Employment, that's a big thing. Um, you have to negative keyword out. That's his own, that's its own topic really. And sometimes people are just, you know, they're calling cause they want a wall, just, just a wall or a bedroom. It's really not a very good lead. And then other times people are calling and it's actually a great lead. And then the call center, you wouldn't believe how many times we catch call center, just not answering or taking oh, wow. 40 seconds to answer. And they're yeah. like, Oh, I don't know. None of these leads are converting. We give them the data. Like, dude, your call center doesn't even do anything. Or the answer is just like, what? I mean, it's yeah. not quite that bad, but it's, it's bad. So we've, we've actually been, had a few call centers get fired because of our listening, right? So I That's think I kind of went off the deep end on that. Tangent. No,
0: not too far. And I actually like that, right. you know, in a sense that the secondary promise, which holds a little more weight is booked appointments, which in some yes. cases you will see that marketing companies are starting to understand with this because that is a powerful way to meet in the middle, right? Yes. I'll give you the leads, but we know that leads aren't anything unless they actually commit to a date and a time. And at that point, you can control that. Have you thought about that? Or do you have any, uh, you know, foreseeable plans to, you know, at least coach on that or to implement that into your system?
1: No, 100%. Yeah, that's something we offer. It's something we work with our customers on. And that typically we will offer that when we're going through the form. Sure. Right. And if we're going through a phone call, then we're going to need to listen to phone calls and potentially work with your team on that. Yeah. Because then again, it moves into your hands. If you're doing a terrible job or the call center is doing a bad job, then we have a problem. Right. If it's going through a form and all that, then we can actually control every single step of that.
0: And that's why you'll see sometimes franchises just take away that entire process from the hands of the the actual franchisee and yeah. have a call center just book appointments, you know, cause that deserves its own, its own system. Yeah. So interesting, yeah. interesting point on the, uh, on the process. So taking them, taking them through the process. And I, and again, yeah. initially kind of really just going back to the expectations of what a marketing company is going to do for you when it comes to, creatives when it comes to the client's expectations, where, where, where does your process fall in terms of like, I sign up with you. Am I responsible to create the ads? Do you have data backed ads that you're going to be using for me? What does that look
1: like? No. So we use ads. We use data right from, from advertising campaigns that we've done across the country. So it's not going to work. What, what works in Ohio is probably not going to work in Florida. Right. If you put a, if you put a
0: picture of like snow, in a florida-based
1: ad that would be a pretty
0: that probably won't yeah
1: yeah that might not be that might not work the best we typically request because these work the best we request images if they have any videos especially if they have images of the team before afters things like that from the actual painting company now a lot of painting companies don't have that right so there's where you have to go and use stock imagery but you have to be very selective about the stock imagery you use if you use stock imagery that is obviously stock then those ads do not convert at the same rate because they do not trust you. It needs to look like it's a real house in your real target area. And that's why ideally, and if you're not, if you're listening to this and you're either running your own ads or you think about running ads and really if any marketing whatsoever, take pictures, right? Like if your interior actually, I mean, you can put a sticky note somewhere and like figure out exactly where you're taking the picture from, do it before and do it after. Build it into your SOPs, have an exact angle outside
0: big fan of company camp don't know if you know uh, yeah it. use company camp
1: yeah. yeah i'm a huge fan
0: yeah you guys are
1: integrated with them is that right we,
0: we are well yeah
1: awesome
0: we haven't launched it yet but it's done we're just waiting but it's a great integration but the cool thing great. is they have a before and after thing on there um that will put a uh transparent image behind it and then you can take it your tells you or- where to go it tells you where to go
1: Dude, that's yeah wow sticky notes be damn that's excellent
0: yeah, so forget the sticky notes. I actually thought yeah. of like spray painting some like, like in the grass, like where I stood. <laughs> you know, I've definitely had that. They thought. would. Love,
1: I'm sure the homeowners would love that, man. I'll yeah, they love it. Like nice
0: red spray, spray paint. paint. Sorry paint or for, or it's your for the gram. It's for the gram. Just um, let them know, man. They'll be
1: understanding.
0: <laughs> um, into uh, in, in terms of um, in, in terms of video, I'm a big proponent of like. I feel like. Okay, so let me tell you this Facebook story about kind of like a company that I paid attention to and you tell me what your thoughts are on it. Okay, so it was a roofing company. Um, Guy had a pretty good personality on the videos and really, he wasn't really selling to me. He understood where he was putting the video or I'm sure the marketing company that he was working with told him to do this, but he was on top of the roof and he wasn't telling me to book an estimate. He was just, I was with him on the roof and he was showcasing to me uh, some issues that, were occurring because of a company that, uh, went before them that wasn't up to the standard of them. And he was just saying, Hey, you know, this is something you need to look out for, you know, and then that was cool. So I watched that. And then, you know, I don't know, a couple of days later, it was another video of him telling me another aspect of his business, uh, showcasing, you know, X, Y, Z. And it's like, at this point now it's like a relational advertising. Um, yeah. have you seen any success with that sort of Process it does take a certain type of personality to be bold enough to do something like that. But in terms of like Facebook, like what do
1: you what are your thoughts on that? No, hundred percent. I think relational advertising in general is uh, it's underestimated. We all want the immediate result, right? We live in such an instant gratification culture that if they see your ad and they don't immediately give you six thousand dollars, then it didn't work. But the reality is that most people have to be touched five to seven times before they will make that purchasing decision. It goes up to you know potentially ten times with the amount of money that you're requesting from the homeowner. To you, you do it every day. The quote's not that much. It's a small paint job for them. The three thousand dollars, four or five. It's a lot of money. They don't make that decision every single day. Yep. That's where and and I've talked you know you and I have talked about this before. That's where the software because you're ta- touching them, touching them, touching them, right? Building that value with the text, the the um v- you know videos that you drip on them, everything, the emails, the phone calls. It's uh, touch points, but the more you touch them, the more you kind of warm them up, the more uh, it's about trust, right? The, the closer they feel with you, the more they trust you and the more they're going to uh, to kill it. Thanks. The more they're going to be willing to invest in the value that they see in you.
0: I like There's that some, comment, man.
1: Yeah. I wish yeah. I knew who that was, what? that's a nice comment.
0: I'll say it for the pod. Someone said two killers right here. Hey, dudes, we don't that's know nice. who it is because no nice. I don't need to know who it is. It's anonymous.
1: It's a, it's a nice comment. Thank Appreciate
0: you for it. a nice comment, Anonymous. <laughs> um, you know, again, trying to give the value is in terms of, uh, yes, we talked about like interruption marketing. We talked about relation, relational marketing. Tell me what your startup process would be. I think you mentioned you might even be thinking
1: about starting a painting business. Are you still thinking about it? Dude, I am. I want to. So I'm in this, uh, God, I want to. So I'm in this position where, yeah, I'm going to start one but i'm not going to start it today and it's just because i have too many things there, there's it, painter marketing pros going too well um working with companies across the country it, it does not you know the the power of one right it doesn't make sense for me to split my focus and start right. a brand new company even 100%. though it is synergistic with 100%. painter marketing pros very
0: hard to do i can attest with drip jobs in the painting business
1: it's you're you're splitting that time and and you're not 100 percent on either of them 100 the people yeah. Expo ready. Oh, what's up, Nick? Yes.
0: That's Nick. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so kind of just, well, in, in any case, let's say tomorrow you were starting this painting business. Reason I was asking. Yeah. Okay. What's, what's the day one strategy? No one knows who the heck you are and believe it or not, well, believe it. Cause you know, it maybe 90% yeah. of people are in the day one every day. No one knows who they are. They're just riding the wave of, you know, super good, super good point so what
1: i they mean, in that space this is
0: relevant to you even if you're still there even yeah like, you know you could be day one tomorrow and and no one will yeah. notice if no one notices any changes you make in your business in terms of your logo or your even the you know your branding or colors then you're still in this category so you know take
1: it away yeah. man what's day one for you If you, you know you're a marketer you have yeah. the strategy what is it day one for me is obviously i you want to leave with sales right i'm a sales sales minded person or else i wouldn't be in this business uh as a painting company owner, you should also be a sales-minded person if you want to survive and grow I would spin up a landing page so I I wouldn't focus on build a whole website right away spin up a really compelling landing page and then I would probably start with Facebook ads because those are going to be the cheapest cost per impression my focus would be let's operate with a with a somewhat nominal profit margin let's start with 25 percent right something like that get the deals through immediately Tell, let, them know. Okay, let
0: me go back and he's talking. Yeah. So that's something that I always talked about was yeah. when the vats are full, that's when you, that's when you eat, right? That's 50%, yeah. 55%. Yeah. But when times are slow, you need to fluctuate your pricing. You might even sell your jobs at cost. Just, just keep, your busy. To keep your crew busy. Yeah. Stop trying to make the same amount of money in december as you did in june (laughs) like yeah what's more important getting your team through december and having a team on the other side or losing eight people along the way
1: because you were too worried about
0: being tied to your price yeah go ahead so you were at 20 no
1: i i I agree with it and i hate it right like like our whole thing is building it so you can charge above market rate. Right, so you so don't have to do that. I'm just you saying that we are building
0: that. that plan to
1: where you're full. But you know, we're just
0: you have kind to of hustle. It.
1: You got you to. have right. to hustle. And ultimately, what they, what homeowners and and commercial property owners, what they want is trust. They want to trust you. It's a it's a heavy investment for them, and they need to know that you're going to do a good job and that if there's an issue, you're going to take care of it. What do people look to for trust? There's a reason that referrals. There's a reason that repeat business. The reason you should be closing eighty plus percent of that. Because they already trust you. They already know you. Right? Hard they already, work done. It's done. It's, if you're not closing 80% of referrals, you have a problem with your sales. I'm just going to tell you that. Yeah. But what do they look to if they don't know you? Because if you're sitting there just, well, I'll just rely on referrals forever. Well, then you're going to take a really long time to get big. Um, you know, you can do what a lot of painting companies do and take 20 years to get to, to really substantial size. The other way that people trust you is through online reviews. right? Is through video testimonials. Is through before and after stand Uh, with the homeowner in front of their house, right? Make a little video, have a, make a sign that says like, I love this, this painting, whatever, you know, I love ABC painting. He's not going to
0: hurt me. He's not going to hurt me. He's not
1: going to take my money and I'm going to end up happy, right? (laughs) Yeah, go out there, crush it, build the automations, build the professionalization. If you have to do it more manually in the beginning, because you can build all these automations and videos, but there's nothing like talking to them on the phone, right? Show them that you care and hustle. And then take them, make them feel valued, cared, give them a good price, reduce your neces- need for profit margin, build that authority, get those video testimonies, those reviews, those pictures, add them to the landing page, eventually invest into a website that's going to get people coming to you. That's the longer term. We're focused on the short term. But build the authority and then you're going to increase your profit margins. Then you're going to be able to start charge more because people trust you more because you're coming in with value. 100%. That's day one. Day one. Yeah. Have that's ever- what I would do day one. I'm just not doing it. Cause I got other, other things going on. Well, I'm a big
0: proponent of focus where focus goes. Power more, I mean, it, it's important. Yeah. Um. Wow. It's good stuff, man. We got flames coming through. Um. You, yeah, awesome. you are a good guy and I want to make sure people understand it. that, you know, hopefully you can hear the passion. Um, As a, I think I'm the middleman in terms of like, I'm the contractor, but I also have like the software and. You know, yeah. I understand it from the contractor perspective. I'm trying to serve all these people with software. And it's like, hey, marketers and, and me work really well together. I want to be yeah. friends with marketers, but you got to have a certain core value because there's people that get taken advantage of. Um Shit, a lot. You, uh, you, you, you told me about this link where someone can go. Tell me about this yep. offer, man. What is What are we going to give anyone that uh, is watching this? Yeah, and- so there,
1: there is a link that I'm actually going to drop too. Two links all right so, two links I'm i have send one some. right here which one's this so this one is you can go there you can learn more about our system right how it works how we get how we build if, your authority if you're looking works.
0: at this screenshot it so you can get it later
1: okay yeah how we is that the right yeah that one's fine that's the um,
0: second one you sent me
1: is it okay perfect how you can basically build your authority um and get those jobs closing, right? So the high profit margins and the consistent close rate, that's how we do it. You can learn more about our system. If you're interested or you think we might be a fit, might be able to help you, you can book a call with us. Another link that I'm going to send you right now is, well, I'm going to do a plug for my podcast. I want to do it because I believe in the podcast. And uh, if you're not listening, I think you would drive a lot of value from it. It streams on PCA Overdrive. Um, I've, I've worked on it with the, with Chad Shermer, the creative director of the PCA. Uh, we're going back and forth. We have a a brand new series with uh, Jason Paris, Nick Slavic, Jason Phillips, Mike Michael Sutton, a um, whole lot of guys. Tanner's coming on again. Uh, we a got lot of the- those same people have been on this podcast, so it is it is a powerhouse yeah. lineup. It's power. It's power. Yeah, and then we're we're changing. It. We've been doing one-offs. Uh, this year, it was all interviewing painting company owners across the country that are doing over a million a, a year in revenue, Um, and then. Next year it's going to be some of that. There's going to be a, a approved a painter marketing pros approved industry approved vendor series, um, which is where Tanner and just only Breakthrough Academy is probably gonna be on there. It's really only the top um are gonna come on. Uh, elite business advisor is gonna come on just more, and then uh and then there's series. So Jason's doing a four-part series, Jason Paris, Jason Phillips doing a six-part series. So we're taking what we did, what we covered uh this year, and we're basically diving into incredible debts. So I put up a link. Tanner's going to drop a link. That is to the Facebook podcast, uh, the forum group, where you can actually, we have the podcast guests in there. You can tag them. So you can listen to a podcast episode and you can tag them. And you can say, hey, Jason, you talked about this, but I'm not really sure it would work for me. Or how would you do it? Or this is my situation. You can tag Jason Parrish, you can tag Jason Phillips, you can tag any of these guys, and they're going to respond to you. So that's it's a it's basically a round table we're going to do lives we're going to do other things but that's a huge value is you actually are connected to all the guests.
0: Love it. I think you know the community aspect uh, is important for you to put yourself out there as a marketing yeah. company and boldly create a community of people that you've served and people that you're in commu- community with so says a lot.
1: Uh I'm learning that, from the best man. I'm learning, yeah. learning from you. <laughs>
0: Hey, man, you know, community is important, man. It's like it if is. you have nothing to hide, you'll create a good community. Stand uh, on the shoulders you know. of giants. Hey, yeah, man. I love it. Um, so last couple points here. You guys are watching. I got a few people on. Um, ask your questions while we're here. A uh, few more uh, few
1: more minutes. We'll hang out. Um, and if they can also um, email me. So if anyone's listening and, and they just have a question or follow-up, they can email me at Brandon at PainterMarketingPros.com.
0: Love it. So thank you guys for your support here. Um, I got... Brandon's email that I'm going to pop up here, so you guys can reach out to him. Uh, and this is what this is about, man. It's about collaboration and really just kind of uh, just just sharing sharing knowledge. I mean, we talked about this in our moderator group chat. I don't know if you poked in that, but it was like you know the painting community. um, right. it's one of those trades where you feel like, man, it's like it's not as uh, brotherly in a sense. It's at, getting there, uh, man. Some of the other trades, but it's getting there, you know? there. A lot It'll of people that want to share their ideas. Um, you know. Thanks, Nick, for jumping in, and all of you guys yeah, for listening. Thanks, Brandon, a pleasure. Round two, I feel like it was a success. Ton of value. Yeah, I love it. uh, man, it's different, right. dude. It's
1: different being on this side. I prefer. I actually prefer being on your side. It's easier doing the interview, and when once you sit, it's like being in the hot seat or something. But
0: yeah, I just that's why I don't think about it. I just jump on anyone's ever on my podcast. Like, hey, what do we? No, we don't. We just go, <laughs> we just we jump just on gone. there. I don't I want the good it, stuff flowing out before we hit the record button. So thanks, brother. Yeah. We'll catch you soon. We'll be in touch. Thanks bro. All right, my man. Hey, thanks so much for checking out the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Stick around, I'm going to drop in a short testimonial uh, that one of our awesome heavy hitters in Drip Jobs uh, had agreed to give out for us. So if you wanna hear a little bit about how Drip Jobs is helping contractors, stick around uh, for the end of this episode and you can listen in. Real quick, what's going on everyone? I'm here with Randy Smith DuraPro. You may have heard of him if you listen to podcasts. He is someone that did a business breakthrough with me and is also a drip jobs user. I'm just going to start off, man, you know, you're doing this for me um and drip jobs of course. I just want to know raw thoughts about what the software's done for you. Are you a fan? Um do you hate it? Uh what what do you <laughs> what are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, man, I I absolutely love it. Um definitely what I was looking for in a software and a CRM, like before drip jobs, I had, I I couldn't even tell you how many different like softwares I was trying to use and manage to accomplish the same thing. Um, and it was just a headache. And then now just having the all-in-one is a big thing. And then from there, my, I mean, my favorite thing is really, I feel like it's just taking my sales process, you know, to the next level. Um, And as far as, you know, communication, the biggest thing is like the speed of communication. Um, Customers love, I mean, nowadays with Amazon and everything, like everyone wants things now. They're used um, to it. Yeah. So like, for example, yesterday I had, you know, someone fill out, see my Facebook ad. They filled out the request and it was at like 4.30 p.m. And I was leaving the job site and they, they said today worked. So it was like scheduled for 6 p.m drove over there and showed up mm, so it's
0: that like quick yeah
2: or you know they've got an estimate in their hand on the spot It's um, powerful so yeah it's definitely taking the sales process to the next level yeah. which is big and and i love the the customer portal like it's just super professional and you know you can throw all the details in there it looks really yeah. nice um being able to present it on the ipad um, are you so
0: are you selling on the spot
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I, I love yes. selling on the
0: spot. I think it just you getting people to squiggle on the, on the, with their finger on the iPad.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it just makes your close rate go up, you know, having just drip jobs alone with, um, the ease, like the, how easy it is for them to sign with you. Right. Oh. You've got the iPad out, they can see everything. Um, they can put their credit card info, um, yeah. which is, which is big. So that, that's probably my favorite part is just, you know, it gives me that confidence that I know. I feel like we're the most professional company um, compared crazy. to the competitors, and you can kind of sell your jobs for more. Um, you, go in, you go into estimates, you know, with a different mindset, like knowing that, hey, we're, we're going to be the best company for, or option for our target market. Um, yeah. And you just have that confidence and um, so that's wow. been one of my favorite parts of it. Um, then on the other end too, just I love how I'm building up a pipeline, um, and I'm not missing any leads. So obviously, like we're all busy with contractors, our phones blowing up. It's sometimes it's tough to to not miss leads, but with with this, you know, everything goes right into drip jobs into those cold leads. I don't have to worry about missing them and they're getting those follow-ups. And it kind of is helping me prepare for, you know, the downturn because, you know, right now it's like, oh, everything's booming, you know, phones are ringing, but I know that that doesn't always last forever. So being able to prepare, um, have that pipeline of leads building up. So when you are slow,
0: you can reference it.
2: Yeah, exactly. Have
0: you used the blast feature yet? I have not yet, but that's a good feature. Dude, every time I hit that blast feature, I get something, you know, and, and for those that are listening or watching that don't know what that is, what what he's referring to in terms of the pipeline is like, you can have, you have a pipeline of every person that you've given a proposal to, or every new lead that has come through that maybe hasn't converted to an estimate. And all you got to do is hit one button and you can send out a message to just those people. So you can imagine if you have a hundred people that you've given proposals to that haven't told you yes or no, or haven't opted out of communication, right? You can just blast them a message saying, Hey, just reach it out today. We can give you 250 bucks off your proposal. And every time I've done that, I've gotten at least two or three jobs. So I use it sparingly, of course, when you need it, but it's just good to be able to do it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome, that, but I'll have to.
0: That's definitely- huge. I love, uh, I love what you said, man, because there's an interesting thing about what you said in terms of, um, well, number one, selling on the spot, right? Creating an experience. But, you know, dude, when when I made this, it was out of frustration, right? Great things come out of frustration because I know, like, you got to have the full circle from the initial intake to the final goodbye. So um, in terms of what your customers, like, how are they responding to the drips? Because some people tell me, well, I don't want to follow up too much. Like, I think it's annoying or, you know, automated. People think it's a robot. Like, what is some of the feedback you've been getting in terms of, like, the responses people have when they get a drip email and it's, like, two weeks later or whatever?
2: Yeah, I've, I've gotten only good feedback from it, really. I mean, I'm sure it's annoyed a few people that, you know, ended up not being our customer right. anyways. So it's like, hey, you, you're never going to make anyone, everyone happy. Right. Um, but overall, I think people appreciate um, the communication, like, in the trades in general, I've have gotten a rap for, you know, not answering the phone, not getting back to people. So I think, being able to showcase, hey, we've got a system in place where, you know, we're organized, we're on top of it, um, and we're communicating with you, you know, from the second you reach out to us, all the way to wrapping up the job. Um, so I've I've gotten good feedback from it for sure. Love it.
0: That's huge, man. That's huge. So last question, bro. And again, thank you so much for your time. If you could let someone know who's on the fence, you know, and usually everyone's on the fence when it comes to new software because everyone promises that it's going to solve their problem. You know, can you give them a piece of advice?
2: Yeah. I I mean, for me, it's a no brainer. Like it is, has saved me shaved hours of workload off my week. Um, I guarantee that it's made me close way more jobs. Um, I feel way more organized, more professional. Yeah. It's just, especially at the price point, it's like, yeah. I mean, I would I would spend $1,000 a month on it. You know, it's like-
0: Watch it. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> no, I appreciate I'll the honesty.
2: But no, I, I just have a lot of yeah. good things to say Thank about you, it and, um,
0: Yeah.
2: You and know, for you yeah, to I'm take out.
0: time out of your day, bro, it means the world, you know? Yeah, you get a little gift, a little gift bag, but it's like, dude, your time's valuable. It shows that you really care, it shows that we've done a good job as a company, giving you something that you rely on where you cannot think about what's going on in your business. You trust us. And we take that so seriously, man. So thank you, bro. You're killing it. Um, me and you just discussed a business breakthrough. So if you guys want to go back and listen to Randy, what was it like five, six months ago? It was quite a while, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Had yeah. To be. Um, yep. yeah.
0: How's business going? Good?
2: Yeah, it's going, going great. Sounds sure. good.
0: Sounds good, man. Well, I look forward to chatting with you, brother. Thank you for your time. Get back to doing what you do best. And uh, we'll see you soon.
2: All right. Sounds good.